becoming uncomfortable to become comfortable. And it's like on the last day of the program, I said to you guys, what can you do that's going to make you uncomfortable when you leave this course? And it's the best question to ask because it's an unexpected question. But if I've got you to a higher vibration, I've got you to a higher level, you need to go higher. And you need to be uncomfortable to then be comfortable to step into a higher vibration. And that's the most successful leaders out there are people who follow that path. It's like, get uncomfortable. Hi, I'm Julie Hyde, and I'm passionate about inspiring leaders to step up and lead and be powerful role models for those around them. My guests are all doing just that, and I ask them to share how they are making it count and how they have created their success. I can't wait to share their amazing stories with you. We're kicking off season three of the Making It Count podcast with the fabulous Tori Archibald. Tori is the CEO of Powerful Steps and her mission is to empower high octane businesswomen all over the world to reshape their personal brands, businesses and lives using the proven strategies that she developed over two decades. Prior to this, Tori's was one of Australia's most powerful publicists and her agency Torstar nurtured some of the world's top retail brands and celebrities. Tori is a powerhouse and she shares her story and how she followed her gut instinct, stepping away from the very successful Torstar brand and into her new business, Powerful Steps. I really hope you love this chat as much as I loved having it. Tori, welcome to the podcast. Julie, this is such a pleasure. I feel like we've swapped seats. (laughs) We have indeed. And I am so excited for our chat and it's so good and I think very relevant for me to have you as the first guest on the relaunch of the podcast for 2021. So, Well, you're definitely in your power zone. So lit, <laughs> light up the screen and let's go for gold and we can share all these amazing insights that we've learned over the last year together. Yes, absolutely. So. First of all, I'm really keen for you to share with my listeners about how you decided to jump out of a very successful global business to effectively start all over again. So that's that's such a courageous step. So can you share with us a bit about that and what was the catalyst for that decision? So I knew that I was going to start another journey three years before I actually took that powerful step and I had this intuition and this gut instinct that I was preparing myself for the next journey but of course you know when you get that gut instinct you got to listen and you got to follow the signs and so I had to go through the process of what that would look like and so I had a very large offer on my business Torstar I built it into a global brand communications agency we attracted the world's top performing retail brands celebrities and influencers and it was like go 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 the whole time but after 20 years I just I felt like I was ready for new beginnings and it wasn't until I'd won three of the biggest um, retail brands and actually one of the biggest celebrities in the world Drew Barrymore as clients out of the US the first launch I did was for Victoria's Secret which was at the time it was um, you know the biggest lingerie brand in the world the second was Steve Madden who basically has a monopoly in the you know the shoe category and then of course Drew Barrymore and within a very short 
space of time when I was successfully launching these brands into Australia, every time I did a launch, a little piece of my heart was saying, that's the last time you're going to do that, Tori. That's the last time you're going to do that, Tori. And by the time Drew was here, um, I was at Icebergs and, you know, she's amazing. Her team's amazing. But my daughter had said to me, mom, can I come along to the launch? Now, you know, my daughter had never asked to come along to a launch in my entire career. And she said, I want a photo with Drew. And I've never, I mean, I worked with so many big celebrities and CEOs. I never asked for a photo with any of them. And here I was at Icebergs with a big launch um, for Flower Beauty into Australia, multi-million dollar business. And I remember Drew looking at me and saying, you've got to come into this photo with your daughter. And as the photo was being taken, I was like, this is the first and the last celebrity image that is actually going to showcase what I've achieved in my career for the last 20 years. And as I heard her get up and speak about her own journey, I kind of was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm proud of what I've achieved. I started my business with $0 in the bank. I had, you know, no media contacts. You know, I basically knew no one. It was it was all built on self-belief. And I thought if I'm going to go out, I want to go out on the top of my game. And what better way to go out than launching three of America's biggest brands into this market? And so I trusted my gut instinct. And rather than accepting the millions of dollars that were offered, you know, a couple of years beforehand to sell my business, and of course, people were still sniffing around saying, can we do a deal? I was like, you know what? I don't want the money. I want my life back and I want to start a new journey. And so I said no to everything and yes to myself and yes to new beginnings. Yes. Oh, my God, that's such an amazing story. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, if I was in your shoes, I'd be going, oh, but should I, but shouldn't I, but oh, oh, and, you know, that pull and tug. But like you say, it's really listening to yourself and then jumping out and taking that powerful step to do what you want to do that's in line with your values and where you're wanting to head in your life. And you know what, Julie, it was crystal clear. And like I said, I had that, you know, niggling in my stomach for three years prior and it was like doors were gently shutting and other ones were opening. And so when I learned to trust the signs and be guided by my gut instinct and my intuition, by the time it got to that last launch, it was such an easy decision and I took time out because, you know, for 20 years, I'd just been like, go, 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 go with my business, um, you know, my daughter and, you know, the fast paced life that we all live. And I took six to eight weeks off just to be present and just mm-hmm. to be myself and to recharge my batteries. And then in 2020, I stepped into powerful steps. Um, and so really, I've been doing this for 12 months. And in that time, we've really managed to build a powerful brand um, that's recognized, um, you know, to inspire, encourage and empower others to step outside their comfort zone and into their power zone. Yes. Amazing. And that's how we connected. So I first heard you on a podcast and I thought, wow, I really need to talk more to this amazing woman about, you know, how we can work together. So now you're doing this again on a global scale and empowering female entrepreneurs like me and also career professionals to take powerful steps towards what they're wanting to create. Tell us a little bit more about that because I, of course, think it's amazing. Well, you know what? Again, it's, you know, like attracts like. So when I was building the Powerful Steps brand, for me, 
you know, my values built Torstar. My values have always been passion, integrity and delivery. And so passion as a value set was really important to me because I wanted to attract people that were really passionate about evolving and changing and becoming the best versions of themselves. I also wanted to work with, you know, people who had integrity, which is my second, my second value set. And the third one was delivery because for me, I'm accountable, right? My success is your success. So you're only as good as the last conversation, the last email, the last phone call, the last Zoom or the last podcast conversation that we're having. And that impression that you leave on people is highly valuable because when they go to connect with you, it's either a yay or an A, right? So when I set out to build powerful steps, I thought, you know, I've got to treat it the way I would treat a Zara launch or an espresso launch or, you know, many of the other global retail brands that I successfully launched either into Australia or overseas. And I said to myself, this business is going to be led from the heart. I don't want to attract anyone with egos. What I want to do is I want to attract high vibrational women, female entrepreneurs, and of course, you know, some men as well. Um, because there are many of them out there that fit that bill. And for me, it was about building the brand equity and really showing people, I guess, that I walk the path that they're, that they're walking, that, you know, I've done the hard yards. I started off with zero money in the bank. I had no connections. I built a global business. You know, I've been involved in, you know, multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar M&A deals for other people. So I've experienced a lot, but also on the flip side, like many women in business and also men, I was wearing two masks for a long, long time. And so it was my professional mask of, you know, this glamorous jet-setting publicist creating extraordinary results for extraordinary brands and people. But behind the scenes, I'd go home and I was broken because of my personal circumstances. And I thought, I need to get real. I need to step into alignment with who I am to be my true self, to really attract people and show them that it's okay to be raw and authentic because to build the best possible brand, you have to be in alignment with your inner power. You have to be in alignment with your destiny and your soul will tell that story for you. And once you understand the magic of that story, that becomes your superpower. So I started to be really brave, bold and courageous because I was always known as a girl in the little black dress that made things happen. And all of a sudden I could wear whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this feels good. But little by little, I was like, you know what? I'm becoming more of myself. I'm showing the world my superpower. Now, the more brave, the more bold, the more courageous I was with actually being real and raw and authentic about not only my business journey, but my personal journey. I, I found very quickly that I was attracting these high vibrational people into my life, which is exactly what I wanted to attract but what I realized was that everything that I had learned, every road that I had traveled with Torstar became the catalyst for what I now teach in my programs with Powerful Steps. And I quickly recognized that 80% of my clients with Torstar were always global. And I was spending a lot of time overseas and only 20% of the brands I represented like Steve Foley and Sue Kin in Australia, but I was the one responsible for taking them global um, and attracting those big M&A deals that they did um, was that I needed to flip my thinking. And instead of going global with Powerful Steps to start off with, I was like, my hometown Sydney. I need to embrace it. I need to build brand equity in Australia um, before that next Powerful Step into the global market. So that's what I've been doing for the last 12 months. But ironically, I've attracted women from all over the world, right? So 
I ended up with clients in, you know, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Dallas, Boston, Miami, New York, um, London, and now, you know, as of this week, Kuala Lumpur and Singapore, but it's all based on the power of connection. And I guess, you know, because I've been so clear with who I am, what I want to attract, my values, my intent and purpose, I'm attracting people that share that value set, that want to walk that path and become better versions of themselves, which is exactly why I gave up Tourstar. It was, was I wanted to be a better version of myself to teach other people that challenges become possibilities. Absolutely. And I love that story. And I, I love how you use all of that, as you say, as your superpower and attracting exactly what you want to you, the people who are aligned with your values. And, you know, through being through one of your programs, the women who were part of that have been all amazing because all of our values are pretty much in alignment. Like we're all very Mm -hmm. like-minded. So, you know, the values just, you know, amplified by that. But like you say, that is one key thing that I've taken away from the business attraction program is the power of connection mm. and and that's something that's how you've built your business right so it's it's just yeah it's it's um yeah so for less than ten dollars a week you can yeah. connect with three like-minded people and you know this like a rinse and repeat scenario mm-hmm. how I built Torstar um and obviously powerful steps as well you know once a week I have a coffee with someone in my tribe and on the program obviously all the women in that group that you were um in they were your tribe, you had coffee with them, you developed relationships. The second one is with someone that you wish to partner with, like either, a, you know, it's a brand or a person, whatever that might be. And I know that partnerships came out of that program as well. And the third is someone outside your comfort zone. And I say outside your comfort zone because there is always someone somewhere in the world that you want to connect with. And um, me, the ultimate has always been Oprah. And out of the blue this morning, I received a text message from someone and they said, oh, Oprah's chief of staff would like to talk about appearing on your podcast. And I was like, oh, God, this is fabulous. And, you know, it comes through those coffee dates. It comes through those connections. It comes from being really clear on your values, intent and purpose because somewhere in the world, someone is going to be attracted to that product or service that you offer in your business. And I guess that's the synchronicity of life. You never know what's around the corner, right? And you never know who's watching your journey. Absolutely. Wow. I can't wait to hear what happens from that conversation. I know it's pretty fabulous, but she right. wanted to connect straight away. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. But actually, I said, I've got my park break up at the moment um, because I'm recharging my batteries for the next five days and taking a break before the next business attraction program. Because, you know, it's like curating a dinner party when you do these programs. And you know, as well, with the programs that you run with corporates and entrepreneurs. It's about getting the right people at the table. Yeah. And I never want someone sitting at a dinner party on a program with me, which is what I liken it to, feeling out of place. So it's about getting the right mix of people so that everyone can lean in and create that magic that you talked about from the program that you've just gone through mm. so that each and every one is feeling that they're a success story, is knowing that they're a success story, is knowing that they've pushed through those uncomfortable parts of them and embrace them and stepped into their power zone. And that's a success story for me. And that's the reason why I do what I do. Yeah, amazing. So a big part of this and a big part of why you're so successful is the power of your brand. 
and what you attract to your brand. So I'd love you to share a little bit about, you know, what is the key to having a successful and powerful personal brand to ensure that it attracts what you want? Of course. So the thing is, Julie, if you want a powerful brand, you need to understand the power of brand SEO. And the power of brand SEO is if you want to connect with someone and you want to sell them a product or service or you want to introduce yourself, whatever that may be, what are they going to do? They're going to Google you. What's the first thing that comes up? It's likely it's going to be LinkedIn because most people don't have personal websites or they're attached to a business and you go down a rabbit hole and you can't find them. So I say if you want the first thing people are going to look at is an image of you, make it good show that energy, show that style, show that superpower that you have. The second thing that if they like that image of you, and let's face it, you don't want an image of you, um, you know, at a cocktail party and the other person's head's cut out and your arms kind of around them. I mean, I when I see that, I just go, oh, delete, move on to the next person because they don't understand the power of their brand or can I help them to transform into something better than what they're currently showing. Second thing is people are going to look at, the first three sentences of your bio or your profile, like make it a superpower. And so many people make the mistake of writing their LinkedIn bio like a CV. Mm. It's so boring. I mean, one of the really cool things that we did on the business attraction program was I go, understand your five-point story. Now, where did you start out your career? Now, one of the girls, Ali, that you know, she's like, I watched on Super Yachts and I poured champagne for billionaires. Now she's starting up what she wants to become a global business. I'm like, this is awesome. The sentence on your bio needs to say, I started my career pouring champagne for billionaires. It's clickbait. It's, oh my God, I want to know more. How did she end up to where she is now? And obviously she's had, you know, a really great career. But if you're a woman in leadership and you're trying to break through the next barrier, and it's really difficult, do something that's groundbreaking. Don't bore people with a typical look at this, look at this, look at me. No one cares. People want to know something different. People want to know that you can disrupt and you can lead. So those are my tips for if you want to stand out personal brand, start with something basic that doesn't cost you much, Mm. which is really investing in your own story, understanding the power of your story and translating it into a powerful communication tool so that people want to connect with you. Yes, absolutely. And I want to talk about story more because I know it's key. And what you said about LinkedIn before is very, very critical because we can fall into the trap in terms of feeling that we have to prove ourselves. Like we're such great leaders or we're such great you know we've got all this experience and you know we're a proven leader who's created this amazing these amazing results but how many of those people are out there saying the same thing so it's it's, boring and it's boring and the thing is no one looks people occasionally like and the biggest thing that I get with people that come to me and they say look I'm in a direct role but I'm not being taken seriously I look at their content and I'm like well how can you be taken seriously yeah yeah. Have a voice. Don't be afraid to disrupt. Lead. And, yeah. um, you know, the one thing that I've loved all my career is having my finger on the pulse about what's trending. What are people talking about? How can you evoke change? How can you adapt and be agile with your conversation on LinkedIn? So it shows you've got the finger on the pulse. And um, the worst example that I see is with corporates that they have a robot and every person in their team 
is posting the same thing. Now it has no thought, it's not heart-led, it has no energy attached to it other than it's ticking a box. Mm. And for me, even for corporates that are listening to this podcast, it's like, shake it up. Why waste your, you know, hard-earned marketing budget on people just regurgitating stuff that's not getting engagement? Have a heart, really invest in the people that work with you and become a leader by sharing their raw and authentic stories. Show how they fit into the puzzle of your organisation, but most importantly, show why that puzzle piece is important and be proud about it. Yeah, I love that. Love it. Now, to your point before about story, and I think this is a bit of a thing for women in terms of women often don't feel like they've got anything interesting to say and their story is not exciting or it's not remarkable enough. What advice do you have for them? Believe in yourself and believe in the power of your story. I mean, it's like the exercises that I did with you to find your superpower. You know, by the time I understood the ins and outs of your story, I said, Julie, you've got probably 10 different stories and versions of what you've done, not only in a corporate career, but what you've done as an entrepreneur, but most importantly, what you've done to build your inner power to step into that comfort zone. And I'm like, that is how you will shine a light for others to show them the possibilities for the challenges that they face. And that's how you step up and become a leader because you're being raw, you're being authentic. And you know now from posting a few personalised stories, the response that you get, I mean, people just go, you know, this is amazing. Like one of the girls from the course today, she was talking about imposter syndrome. She goes, I don't know whether I can post it. And I said, bullshit. Step across the line, girlfriend, and see what happens. I look tonight and there's like over, you know, 40 or 50 comments and over 100 likes. And she's overwhelmed and she goes, I'm so glad that I believed in you and you gave me permission to post. Now, that's great that I gave her permission to post, but actually she should be giving herself permission to post. Yeah. Because she has the power to do that. So I guess. What I'm, what I'm sharing with people and what I'm teaching people is how to have that power, how to have that confidence, how to become bold, how to be a courageous leader because judging from the content that she's posted and you've posted and other people on the program, it works. Yeah, it definitely works. And the response that I've got, I've posted a couple of things now, definitely didn't feel good and it's very much being vulnerable and stepping outside your comfort zone. But I think the interaction was like about, 1000 yeah. percent increase like five thousand views on a post like and normally Correct. you get about 400 so it yeah yeah so it's it about becoming uncomfortable mm. to become comfortable yeah and it's like on the last day of the program i said to you guys what can you do that's going to make you uncomfortable when you leave this course and it's the best question to ask because it's an unexpected question But if I've got you to a higher vibration, I've got you to a higher level, you need to go higher and you need to be uncomfortable to then be comfortable to step into a higher vibration. And that's the most successful leaders out there are people who follow that path. It's like get uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's the best advice. So you have got this incredible energy and passion for what you do and you have touched on this, but how do you fuel this like how are you like this little buzz of energy every day and show up 
as so present for everyone that you speak to? I have a happy heart. And so I'm a true believer. I didn't have a happy heart for many years. And, you know, when I almost lost my life in 2013 and I contracted septicemia and I was given a six-month recovery and I'm at that, you know, I'm really at um, what a lot of people thought was the peak of my career with all these amazing clients. And it actually took me three to four years to navigate adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue. And the best advice I got, it wasn't drugs. (laughs) You know, it was um, a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. And so what I quickly discovered was if you surround yourself by the right tribe, you gently shut doors on the clients that aren't aligned with your values, your intention, your purpose, you create the space for new beginnings, right? And new beginnings for me was all about love and adventure and having a supportive man by my side and building a really strong foundation um, for my daughter and I and create the family that we never had. So, you know, I've always been passionate. I've always worked with integrity and I've always delivered. But now I think I'm like, you know, a million times better than what I was at Torstar, which is why I'm so excited about what I say is the next journey of my career, because I know it's going to be bigger, bolder and better than the last, simply because my life is in alignment because I'm happy. Love that. That's so empowering and it's so good to hear. Yeah, it's like strip out what doesn't serve you, right? And it's not like you have to say to someone, no, I don't like you. I don't want you in my life anymore. I mean, that's brutal. You just need to make yourself unavailable for the things that don't align with you and available for the things that do. Mm. And along the journey, as you raise your vibration, as you attract more of what you want and you deserve into your life, what you'll find is that there'll be a natural attrition and, you know, people will just fall away and that's okay. It's like healing paint. Eventually it gets rebuilt, right? Mm. But you've got to be prepared that sometimes when you're at the top of the game, you feel really alone. And a lot of CEOs say that I feel so alone, right? And I felt alone when I was running Torsa. I had all this success, but I felt alone. I felt like I didn't have the right support system around me. And now having gone through the transformation that I have where I found myself and I understand that power of stepping into your destiny is when you step into your destiny, you understand that the things that you attract into your life are meant for you and what you don't attract or you don't get or you don't receive is meant for someone else and that's okay and you bless it, you pass it on. And, you know, that's that's for them to experience. That's the challenge or the possibility that will make them a better person. Mm. But don't always think that you're going to get everything that you want because sometimes it's meant for someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's a great message. Thank you for sharing that. I'd love to keep talking, but I'm mindful that you're going to step into a bit of a break. As you said, put your handbrake on after this. My My husband's making me hike and bushwalk. And I always say I love I love nature because it's when I get the most messages from the universe. And you know, I trust my gut instinct, my intuition. And it's always when it's like, you know, Tony Robbins always talks about make your move, make your move, right? So even though you know, his terminology is so cool. For me, it's more about understanding how I can better serve people, how I can become a better person, how I can help other people evolve into the next version of themselves. So we are taking a break so that I can experience that beautiful nature Mm. that we all need to experience because when you are surrounded by stillness, that's when the creativity comes. Yeah. 
that's when the messages come. That's as Elizabeth Gilbert said in her her book. That's when inspiration finds you. Hmm. Totally, yeah. but it also finds me in the morning in the shower, as you know. Yes, <laughs> with your ritual, amazing. In the shower. Yes. So, Tori, tell us, how can people get in contact with you and find out more about the Business Attraction Program and, and the yeah. various other things that you offer? So my website is www.powerful-steps.com and the Business Attraction Program is a curated program for up to 20 women and it's really about um, allowing them to understand their inner power so that they become business super attractors. And I do that four to five times a year. And the aim is that every woman that graduates from that program attracts what she truly deserves. Um, I also do mentoring um, for a select group of people. And it's really for women or men who I can see have been on a journey, I can see they believe in the path that they are capable of traveling on to become a much better version of themselves to lead and disrupt, uh, whether it's in corporate or whether it's as an entrepreneur. So I take on four or five people and I take them on that journey like I have with you. And I really work with them so that they can step into their power zone and that their business doubles, triples, quadruples, whatever that magical number is. But most importantly, I work with people that believe that being uncomfortable gets you comfortable, steps you into the next vibration and takes you on the journey that you deserve to walk. Yeah, amazing. And I will share the link out with the show notes that will link to your website so that people can get in contact with you and also get onto your amazing podcast. Oh, my gosh. Well. I love my podcast. <laughs> so I started my podcast last year. It was an idea to interview 20 extraordinary women within 48 hours. It was signed to Nova Entertainment. Another 48 hours later, it was signed for a sponsorship deal with Intuit QuickBooks, which I'm eternally grateful for. But, you know, again, it's because the message is so clear about we all have these game-changing moments in life that get us to the next level. And you know that, Julie, from your own personal story as well. It's allowing these women to share their stories and to trust me to communicate that to a wider audience so that it shines a light for others. Love it. Tori, thank you so much for your time and for being part of the Making It Account podcast today. You're welcome, Julie. Thanks for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business, and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me, julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.